this is Kevin from Kevin's Barbecue Joints, and welcome to episode 315 of the Kevin's Barbecue Joints podcast. And this is one I've wanted to do for a long time. It's with Mama Miller, Lisa Miller from Miller Smokehouse in Belton, Texas. She handles the baked goods and the bakery, which is a huge facet of their business. They have the barbecue side, and that might be something that you're familiar with. And they've added coffee. <laughs> they've added high-end coffee, like sourcing from... They're doing that side, and then they have... The bake side and they've they've added breakfast so the bake component comes into that with biscuits and tortillas and cinnamon rolls everything's scratch made and that all oh, those things are available in the morning and then after 10:55 at 11 o'clock they switch to lunch but i wanted to find out her path was supporting millers in their early days and i wanted to know what she thought of as they transitioned to miller's smokehouse and then got bigger and bigger and i know that she worked diligently on the sides in the early days and that's how a lot of the sides came about and they're all family recipes and then to delve into the desserts because the dessert is a huge part of uh, my life as well as uh, the barbecue life it's a great compliment and i want to know what they carry on a daily basis as well as the specials and how you could order pies and how they have individual pies for people and i wanted to find out her influence from her grandmother greer who i had heard about and that's just wonderful and it's nice that she's using a lot of her recipes i know you're gonna love this she is so sweet and so nice and there's a pun but she uh, she's she's a wonderful person and she's got a great sense of humor and i think at the end you'll you'll know more about what miller's has to offer and what miller's is all about which is about family and it's about putting your head down and just doing things and trying to figure out things on the way but you know being smart about it but it, that's their they're, ten, they're a tenacious group of people and it's a wonderful interview so i can't thank mom miller enough for taking the time oh and i had requested from her to find out what her favorite desserts are right now it's a miller sopapillo cheesecake as well as the creme brulee and then her go-to barbecue items are and i'm reading this right now a chicken salad with potato salad or a pulled pork sandwich with mac and cheese and broccoli salad. So those are her favorite things uh, on the menu. So Belton is not too far away from Austin. So be sure you do visit Miller Smokehouse. They have a beautiful location, open seven days a week. They have breakfast, they have lunch. They're open later, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So if you enjoy these, please subscribe. That way you don't miss out. Hit the subscribe button, hit the bell notification so I pop up in your feed. I'm doing about two or three of these per week. I have a website at kevinsbbqjoints.com. At the end, stay safe and visit your local barbecue joint. Well, yeah. good morning, Mom Miller. How are you doing today? We're good. Everything's yeah. good. You guys are open seven days a week, right? We are. Yeah. So, so are, you, are you baking seven days a week? We do. We have oh. a crew going seven days a week. I'm off two days a week. And I have another little girl that's a bakery manager. So she's working the days I'm off and I'm working the days she's off. <laughs> that makes sense. And you have to. You have no choice to do that. How... Right. Where did you, did you grow up in Texas yourself? Uh, I, I've been here since I was eight. Okay. Um, I was born in Panama. My dad was military. So I was oh. born in Panama, uh, lived in South Carolina and Kansas before settling here. So my grandma Greer that you've heard me talk about was from yeah. North Carolina. So I think I've kind of got that North Carolina, Texas that's a nice, that's a nice, I li- I, <laughs> little bit of a blend. <laughs> no, so, but I, um, I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I've been here since I was little, grew up in Salado. Salado. Yeah. Just, you know, a little bit south or north, not south. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where am I? You're so talking to a guy a in Los town. Angeles. Okay. So yeah, it's a small yeah. town outside of. Small town. Like I graduated with 37 kids. 
So wow. little bitty town at the time. It's grown a lot since I've graduated. That's been okay. a few years. So. I, graduated, I graduated with uh, 1,300 kids. Oh, wow. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? No, like I would have been lost completely. Yeah, no, I, I was lost myself. <laughs> I think I found myself a lot better outside yeah. of high school. But yeah. so, so, so then, so essentially you've grown up in Texas. Yes. And what was, what was your career path? Were you, what, were you, what did you want to do? Or were you baking as a kid and that you thought maybe? I had no clue. Honest to goodness, Lee, I was one of those kids kind of grew up in a dysfunctional household. So my goal was just to get out of the house. Um, I didn't really have strong career goals. At one time, you know, all the girls my age, whenever they were going to college, wanted to be interior designers or fashion designers. Um, So I went one semester to college and ended up on academic probation. (laughs) Which a lot of people do. You're not the only one. So I was just kind of a little lost soul at that point. Honestly, didn't have... um, a lot of talents that stood out or anything. And then um, I met Dirk. We got yeah. married really young. Okay. So um, probably good that I met him. I may have ended up in jail or homeless. <laughs> I don't know. So, um, uh, but I just kind of, you know, didn't really have strong career aspirations. Yeah. Did Dirk have the taxidermy business when you met him or was Not that a when, when we met, he, um, his mom and dad had him enrolled in college. And then here I came along and blew all of that. So uh, I did. Um, he decided that uh, to go to technical school in Waco, there was uh, TSTI. Okay. And so he became a bricklayer. Oh. And he started on that. He's always kind of been good with his hands. He did like to cook and all of that, but just decided to be a bricklayer. At that time, you know, you could go and get trained and he worked on some big crews. And then, then he and his dad settled into a fireplace and bricklaying. That's a and big then, deal. Yeah. And, and then it started, you know, the bottom kind of fell out around the 2007, 2008. And yeah, he decided that, that it was time to make another career choice and then uh, started the taxidermy. And Dusty encouraged him. Dusty wanted to help him start cooking. You know, it's like, you know how to make sausage. Yeah. You kind of know how to do that. So why don't we do the barbecue on the side? Kind of thing. But you, but you're, but the deer processing business was doing pretty well, right at the time. Yeah, he did good in it, and then Dylan kind of took that over, and it was not that easy for a young man to be that isolated. It's kind of a business where you're isolated a lot. Make, that makes sense. And yeah. you know, during the holidays and things, it was kind of you know hard. So then Dylan came aboard here. So so because so so, so, it was, and it's a seasonal business too, right? Yes, Isn't that it's kind of- seasonal. So during the holidays you just have no life, you know, the holiday, you know, it's all that's hunting season. So now Dylan works here as well. Okay. So, th- so is that business, the deer processing business, do you guys still have that at all? Is that something you no, guys still- we let that go. When okay. Dylan started working here, uh, we kind of let that go and decided everybody was going to focus on the barbecue. Okay. And then you also have a daughter too, right? Yes. And uh, she's living in Dallas now. Okay. Uh, she worked in the deer processing and she worked here from the time she was little and kind of decided she wanted to do her own thing yeah. she's out there he's like said she just moved to dallas like a month ago oh wow well, that's or fr- two weeks fr- ago so <laughs> yeah just fresh. Fresh, she was in Austin. fresh she was working at cosmic so she likes the restaurant industry and the food service industry ideally she'd like to do uh like event planning but of okay. course there's covid about the time she wanted to venture out and do that. And so that didn't happen. So Cosmic so, by Leroy and Lewis then she was yeah, like, oh, she that's was there. So she worked for that for Cosmic. 
and uh, then she she met a fella, and now she's in Dallas. And I, so, and that, but she which, enjoyed her time at Cosmic and learned a lot and grew a lot, you know, because she's always been, she's worked with mom, dad, yeah. and two brothers, and then Amadeo, who's like another brother. So uh, she kind of spread her wings a little bit, and I sure do miss her, but I'm glad that she's doing what she wants to do. And that's important. That's uh, at least uh, it's an important oh, yeah. chapter in your life to do that. And then who yeah. knows what yeah. the what the future holds. Oh, but then I had read something or maybe seen something. Maybe I read something that you when you guys were starting uh, Miller's that was some that you were going to open up a bakery. Was that something in the back of your mind, or or was that going to be a separate thing at one point? Wanted to. Um, when we first started, we lived off my paycheck. Because, yeah. you know, when you start a new business, you're starting from nothing. So I worked at a property management company uh, and then would come and bake and work on the weekends or bake a little dessert at night. So, you know, um, we talked about it one time having a separate little bakery. You know, um, we opened a party room that was next door to the original Miller's location. So we 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 could hold like 75 people. So I kind of ran that with some some girls and we had a little party room uh, and had fun doing it. Eventually we needed the room for seating at Miller's and it was a mess, but we would run plates literally across the alley and use what was the party room for extra seating. It was, and then we would bake, my kitchen was over there. So our bakery. So we would, we would carry all our little desserts and we would trip and fall and drop desserts. And uh, the, one morning I was standing out with the whole tray of buttermilk pie and the fireman went by and honked at me because, you know, they knew who it was. And I threw pie all over the alley. They felt so bad. They came back to say they were sorry. And I let them take home all the pie that I threw on the ground. So, I mean, it, it stuff that we've done, like all the little pits were in the alleyway. We were running back. I was going to ask, is it, was that when the pits were in the alleyway? Okay. Yes. Yes. Oh. I mean, all of it was just, you can look back and it's like, how in the world did we do it? And that building was 1600 square feet. And when, when we moved, it's like, we don't know how we fed people in there because it was just a long, narrow space. So you were, you know, to carry plates or have a line in there. It was it was very interesting. But it's, it was it's, fun. It seems like this that the way that you guys work is you just do it. You don't yes. question things. You just figure we can <laughs> yeah. do this. We can make it happen. Yeah. yeah. And I'm really like I'm the nervous one. I'm real high strung. So I'm always like everybody's like, calm down, calm down. You know, so I'm like if there's a line or there was anything I've always been right in the middle of everything and now they tell me just you know I have to kind of mind my own business I've got enough to do in the bakery you know but where we bake you've been in here haven't you you've not been the in. new location no okay well we bake it's like a fishbowl it's it's right behind the main register so we're back there you know slinging food around and baking it everybody and the customers I think enjoy it because they're like okay what are y'all making Mm-hmm. So they know, you know, we, they see us making tortillas and our buns and all of our desserts and that's, you know. yeah, no, people love seeing that aspect because yeah. a lot of times you don't get to see that at a bakery. There's a bakery yeah. at my house that makes amazing things, but you're not even allowed back there. They don't they yeah. have secret recipes and they have things. So yeah. 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 We're, we're an open book. <laughs> yeah. It's, it seems like, it. But I think when I talked to Dusty, it was three years ago, he had said that he wanted you to be out front because you were the smiling face that was there and that they were all like stressed in the back. So it's funny yeah. how you say that you're stressed. It's like, it's all <laughs> it, perception, it's, I guess. Since we've grown so much, it, it's, it's not, 
that the bakery itself is so stressful is that I can't mind my own business. Uh, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm out, you know, want to be sure everything's going all right out here instead of minding my business because we've got people that take care of the front wonderfully. You know, they don't need me out here yeah. to, to keep things in line. They're doing a great job. But when you guys in the beginning, would you have ever thought that you would have grown to such a large scale with that, no. this many people? And No, had no clue. That's, you know, like I said, if you read the story and it's like everything we did, it probably shouldn't have worked. You know, yeah, we yeah. started out with a crock pot. And, yeah, which is yeah, uh, bo boiling sausage in the yeah. front of a taxi. And the desserts have evolved. Like I've learned so much because like we used to use cake mixes when we first started and yeah. we we didn't know how to make our own crust. So now everything we do is from scratch. And so, are, are a lot of those recipes from let's because I I, it was, I watched that video a few days ago, then I watched it again last night of yeah. your the pie that you made. And yeah. you talked about your grandma Greer. Can you yeah. talk a little bit about her and about those recipes? Yes. Um, my grandma was the Southern Presbyterian, North Carolina, you know, lived in the same home her whole whole married life, you know, from the time. And um, she talked a lot about sorry, I nearly yanked my own ear plate that they would carry desserts to people. You know, she always had stuff on hand to make a pound cake or a pie or, you know. So her love language was food. Her pound cake I make from time to time and it's just a regular old butter pound cake. Grandma There's something special the, about a pancake. Well, though. just simple, you yeah. know. Grandma's recipes were simple, always had butter, you know, no margarine in her kitchen or mine. Uh, <laughs> as it should be. As it should be, yeah. Yes. So she taught me how to make some pies, sweet potato pie. She used to always try to get me to try sweet potato pie. And now that I'll make it occasionally here. So just good deep south recipes, you know. When, but when she would come for the holidays, you cut, you've intimated that she would just be cooking the entire time. She did everything. And, you know, like uh, she passed away in 2005. So when she came, oh, I sorry. was my, my, like I said, my family was a mess. Yeah. But she she came faithfully every year and cooked. She cooked turkeys and ham and biscuit and tried to teach me how to make biscuits back then. And she's like, girl, you know, yours are a little scruffy. She would top them with something. But she could do things without recipes and just, you know, she just had that talent, mm -hmm. you know, and always had something cooking. Sounds like so, my grandmother, too. Yeah, my grandmother just, was just... Yeah, just amazing. Just throw stuff together, no measuring. That her her pound cake recipe I have is written on the back of an envelope because uh, uh, she came and taught me how to make it, and just literally from memory said, "Okay, this is what you do." So that's the pound cake recipe is still written like that. I don't want to change it. And I have, like I've shared before, she made the best like cheese balls, you know, at ho holidays. Like my oh. boys would just and Dirk would die to have, you know, her cheese balls and. She would cook a ham and just put them in homemade biscuits. Just that's my still my favorite kind of food is just good. Like now that we have our breakfast, we have, you know, here at Miller's, we have the, yeah. the biscuits and the bacon and, you know, but there's a that's lot of my things she thing made. Too. Yeah. That I, I still can't make like she could, you know, we and I, I would give anything to go back, you know, when she was still here, I wish I could tell her how much I appreciated her time because she had friends, she had a house, she had a church, she had her life there, but she came for us, yeah. you know, and I, uh, I think she knows, don't you think? Yeah, that? yeah, it's like you take things for granted when you're younger, and now it's like, dang, 
you know, she got on a plane and she would travel back then. Things weren't so strict. She, she'd bring a pound cake on the plane or, you know, she'd bring some kind of little desserts, you know. So, but she was the kind of like, as she got older and couldn't travel the last time she traveled, she thought she'd drive and she had a wreck. And it didn't hurt her, but it scared her. So she kind of quit. I think flying got hard on her. So I started going there after I had Sam, who's, you know, like at the time I was taking her when Sam was one. So we'd get on an airplane and go see her, you know, and uh, really good memories of being in her house. What city in North Carolina? Carthage. It was kind of like a little Mayberry kind of like her best friend was named Maxine. And it took her and Maxine to drive that crown Victoria, you know, so Maxine would look to the right, grandma would look to the left and, you know, here's Sam and I were in the back seat of that big old boat. But um, there were like people there that just lived there their whole lives. We'd see a little man shuffling down the street and they knew who he was, you know? Uh, so just something special about that. Yeah, and that, and that she worked kinda... at the courthouse when she was younger, she was the register of deeds. So oh, really? she just, yeah, she lived her whole life there, uh-huh. you know? That's so, really sweet, though. That's yeah. something special. And we, yeah. Th- and I content. Think, you yeah. know, it's like that generation and my mother-in-law's the same way. Like, they would get a car and keep it. Mm-hmm. And they would get a home and keep it. It wasn't like she was content with her life and her home. You know, our, our generation, we're so yeah, we just want, like, want, want, yeah, want, like want, want. And, I, you know, she just, both my mother-in-law, and she's got dementia now, but it's like both of those ladies are the ladies that I idolize and would like to 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 emulate mm-hmm. and the, the contentment that they both had you know it's hard yeah. to, to have that so yeah grandma just did her own thing she was the one in her friend group that kept her driver's license the longest so she my grandmother people, too yeah she took yeah, people that's... to get their hair done and and all of that so but yeah, I used to just, I used to live close to my grandmother back when she was alive and we yeah. we'd have we'd have dinner once a month and she, but just the two of us, and I'd had to schedule three months ahead because she had bridge, she had church, she had all these yeah. things, all these yeah. groups of friends. And that keeps you that's alive. What, yeah, it does. Because my grandma did that. She she worked in her yard. She cared, cared for her friends. She, uh, the pastor at her church, she did stuff with his kids, you know, so she was very active. Wow. So how many, so, but you said she didn't really write down the recipes, but I saw when you did that video with, and I'll put a link to that video below yeah. the, the pie recipe. She wrote that one down. You took some of her yes, recipes. I have some of her recipes that are written in her beautiful little cursive yeah, handwriting. Nice. So yeah, that was probably the County fair pie. Uh, it was, and that yeah. was a pie. And then I have a recipe for her sweet potato pie. And like I said, if I've, I've posted it before and I can share it back with you. She made a cheese ball at the holidays. That was, I would love to see. This. You could just eat the whole thing, you know? So she was oh. just a good cook. Ah, well, so let's, let's talk about your, the, the, the menu. So people know what you, what do you guys always have? What, are there, for your, for your point of view. Is that Amadeo? That's Amadeo. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. He's uh, like, sorry. Okay. Oh, <laughs> that's okay. That's fine. That's funny. People will know that it's looking so, and it looks like a real restaurant. It's not, it's people understand. Uh, yeah. no, so, are there items that, that are always staple that are always on the menu I mean, yes. that are uh, always in the al- case? We always have our banana pudding okay. and we always have our Sophia cheesecake. We keep our, I'm trying to look over there and see, we have our chocolate cream pie that we don't ever, okay, you know, change. Yeah. So like right now we've brought back our pecan pie 
And then pretty soon we'll be bringing back pumpkin and uh, buttermilk for the holidays. So we try like during the summer to kind of rotate and have some light citrus flavors. And I get in trouble sometimes because people come in and they want a certain flavor, but it's like, I I can't have all of them and keep my sanity. And, you know, it's like, if you go to, I tell them, if you go to grandma's house, she doesn't have the same dessert every time you go to dinner. That's a good way to say it. we, We try to rotate it with keeping a couple of our favorites that they know they can get every time. Like and you sell them by this. Oh, go ahead. What was but we sell, we can sell like we sell our whole pies and then like the banana pudding. If you wanted it for a party, you can order it ahead. Okay. You know, so we do that through catering. That's through, that's through catering. And were you yes. going to, were you going to say Texas sheet cake? Is that the what Texas saying? monthly, you know, uh, like because uh, of COVID <laughs> and everything, oh, yeah, we yeah. did all that here. So we did hurricane cake and pumpkin cheesecake, and then we made some special rolls. So we had that this last week. That was oh. fun. Yeah, those look, but so then do you, but do you also do cookies and? Yes, chocolate chip and sugar all the time. And then during this time of year, we'll do a pumpkin cookie with cream cheese icing. So we didn't do it this last week because we did all the specials for Texas Monthly, but we did the pumpkin cheesecake and we made our own ginger snaps and made the crust for that. And they did a caramel whipped cream to pop that off. So it was good. And then the hurricane cake is something we started out with was our first cake when we had our location down the street. What is it? It is, it's like a upside down German chocolate cake with cheesecake filling. Oh, so wow. we used to could use cake mix. And so we can't do that anymore. So we made a homemade German chocolate cake. So you, you just layer your pan with butter and coconut and cons and then make a homemade German chocolate cake and then layer in some cheesecake filling. It's oh. ugly to look at, but it's delicious. <laughs> no, it's a lot of times there's desserts that don't look quite the way yeah, they, they do Yeah, it's just taste. kind of a big mess, but it's full of butter and pecans and coconut and cream cheese. So, But you said, you said something like you cut your your pie into six slices as opposed to eight. Is that something you do or something? We used to do, yes. When people come in and they want to slice a pie, we do individual pies. We do little uh, five-inch pie crust. And okay. we used to cut everything. And, you know, we spent so much time cutting pies, it's like we might as well make individual pies. Plus, if you oh, cut okay. them wrong, we were losing them. We'd drop them. And, you know, there was all yeah, kinds yeah. of ways to waste. So. Yeah, now you get a little individual pie if you want to slice. And then our whole pies, was we sell, but like we keep them at a pretty good price for people if they're having holidays. And like we sell a lot at Thanksgiving. We and that, and those would be order ahead, yeah, order ahead, yes. right, through catering? Yes. yes, and we keep some grab and go all the time in the case, but not, you know, where they stay fresh, but we do some in the case and then you can always order them. If you're listening to this before Thanksgiving, how far in advance should you, what would you recommend? for? We'll start taking orders in the next week. We already have some people that are ordered like businesses that give them to their clients. Mm -hmm. So we've already got a couple, two, three hundred that are ordered. And then during the holidays, you know, we'll take pre-orders and Dusty has a cap that he makes us get to. So we take so many orders and then that's just physically and mentally. Yeah. Mentally. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's. Yeah. Yeah, That's- we all cry usually <laughs> every Thanksgiving. We eat lots of Thai food from our restaurant next door. And we, uh, you know, we did pretty good last year. We did a two cruise. So we were able to do a morning crew. The old ladies, I've got some friends that work with me that are my age. So we'll do the early crew. And then the younger girls will come in a little bit later and finish up. It's wow. kind of how we worked it last year. 
and, and that yeah. was last year during COVID time. So imagine yes. like when it's real life. <laughs> like yeah, that's yeah, be... it was. It's been so weird. COVID has. I remember Dark and I were celebrating our 35th anniversary and went out of town. Oh, and right, it was early in March. So right as we were traveling is when things started shutting down. Shutting down all. And those... We were scared. We were in California, and we were scared we weren't going to be able to get back home. And just in the airport, it was already kind of isolated, and some people were wearing masks, and some people weren't. And you know, then we came home, and and this area, you know, the restaurants were shut down to 25 percent at one point it's like you can't open the doors at 25 percent you know it doesn't make sense so we did we uh converted to a curbside but we sold bread by the loaf we got extra eggs in we sold you know whatever we had to to keep everybody working you know so we didn't have to do any layoffs or you know we were fortunate in this Uh, area in belton you know our customers still came and, well, and it's a community it sounds like a community that would gather around yes restaurants. yeah they supported local and and like i said we tried to get things here that weren't on the shelf in the grocery store that people couldn't get so we we you know our hamburger buns we make here they're potato buns so we sold you know you couldn't get bread in the store for a while so we were selling loaves and buns and and eggs and milk people yeah. couldn't get milk so no, they couldn't. could come through and drive through and get those things on top of to-go orders yeah and the meats and yeah. stuff like that was yeah. that's nice yeah. to yeah. yeah a few we did like did that, deli yeah. meats and like sausage and things where again people were having a hard time finding them mm-hmm. in the stores so what a strange kind of to, time. what a weird it time. was you just had to pivot and do what you could to survive uh-huh and what's funny too, that word pivot, we never, no one ever used that word pivot until, like really until. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, how are we going to do this? And Dusty <laughs> was the visionary, like he kind of knew even before things shut down, we had a plan. So, and we just all followed, you know, but that was a time that was so scary because when yeah. it first came out, we all, you know. We didn't like, know if it was going to end the economy. We didn't know. We didn't it. know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like all that you've worked for and you've put years into could be yeah. gone. And your big so, new location and everything. Yeah. That's... Oh, yeah. And 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 at that time, we we bought the building that's next door to us, and we were going to start the coffee shop there. That's right. I remember that. So that kind of changed. And now within Miller's, we just fitted out the kitchen where we do breakfast here. So we start and do breakfast and have a quick turnaround, and then we start lunch. So where we used to get here and have to have our dessert cooler done by eleven, we have to have like we do our biscuits, we do tortillas. So the breakfast thing, cinnamon rolls, we have to have all that done. So we get here at 4, 4.30 to start our day most days. It's not earlier, you know, wow. depending on. So we have to get everything done and get breakfast done. And then we start on dessert. So breakfast ends at like 11, 10.55 or something. 10.55. And then, and then, and then lunch starts at 11. So some days that turnaround gets a little stressful for them in the kitchen. <laughs> Because you so, have that five-minute window is really yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not that easy on them in there because it's like if you have catering or things that they have to cut before lunch actually starts, mm-hmm. they they have three windows going. But I'm not part of that. I just yeah. you know keep keep biscuits and cinnamon rolls going and tortillas in the morning. So the more so you have tortillas, cinnamon rolls, biscuits. Are those the, those are the staples for the breakfast stuff that you guys do? Yes. And toast. Yes. Like you do. And we do the toast. Uh, we do white loaves for the avocado toast. So it's big old hunks of white bread, and they do a good job in the kitchen. That I think the avocado toast has been one of the best sellers for breakfast. Isn't that interesting? How that would you yeah. think? Yeah. Yeah, it's so it's so and good. I didn't know how like, to make bread or anything. I mean, like 
yeast terrified me before we did this, but Dusty has had um, Baker that comes in and he's trained us on how to make the cinnamon rolls and the bread or wheat and tortillas. Dusty and I probably had our biggest fight of our whole life over tortillas what because it's like we start with like, I didn't know how to make tortillas, you know, uh, and so most and, people don't. Yeah, I get on, I read and we tried and the first recipe just wasn't good. It wasn't what we wanted. So Dusty, during the week of Thanksgiving, when we had 900 pies to do, we had to get our tortillas right too. And it was important, but I was short circuiting over here on pies. So during that week is when Dusty came up with the recipe, changed the flours, you know, he did his baker's percentages and we started using a different flour and it, that's what we use now, but it was a little stressful. So, yeah. but we've got them, I feel like we've got them right now. He'd like the Sonoran style tortilla. So it's a little different, you know, that's so of the, course, of but course. Dusty, it's, 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 he wants things to be right and he wants them to be good and that's, so do his, I. that's he, the cpa background yes. like mind right yeah, or something mine the numbers and the, the baker's percentages and everything yeah, the, yeah. so yeah but it was like the timing my little brain can only handle so much and he's like nope <laughs> you know so he's in the kitchen and we're making tortillas and i'm fighting with him and but he always he has faith and pushes me to be better mm -hmm. you know where i've always kind of put this little cap and he makes me stretch and grow and brings people into train yeah. gets me the book you know books and cookbooks and and research and helps me you know where i think i probably can't do it i end yeah. up doing it and it's ugly in the that's process. not <laughs> yeah no but that's no that's and that's neat too that it's like your son what a relationship yeah like years from now looking back at this this yeah. is such a sweet wonderful special yeah, yeah. in thing. the moment i know i drive him crazy you know <laughs> and uh, but it's like I, I that fear holds me back where he's like nope you're going to do it. And like I said, I didn't think we'd ever, we used to start when we did our buns, if we had a batch of 50 to do, we were terrified. And now we have par levels that are 650 at a time, but he's, like I said, he's got us the training. He's got us the equipment where, cause we started rolling all those silly buns by hand. We had to cut them and roll them by hand. And now we have a, a, a piece of equipment that divides That's them and good. rounds them and we slap them on a cookie sheet. So so all, the, so all the buns for all the sandwiches are all, everything's yes. fresh made, right? That's amazing. Yes. yes. So, That's and that was the, the vision from the beginning. And it's, you know, when he started talking about us making buns, I'm like, mm -mm, no, can't do it. You <laughs> that's, know, that's yeah, always that's silly, my, yeah, <laughs> no, you can't do it. And he's like, yes, you can. And then like I said, he gets the training, he gets the equipment. And then like Dylan, you know, he, he and Amadeo are the, our bun whisperers too. It's like, they both got involved looking at Amadeo. But they both got involved when we had to start doing buns. Uh -huh. They were both there. And like Amadeo's been right there with us and learned how to roll them. And we used to just have to call everybody in and we'd get the buns made. And, you know, that's a, there's yeah. a lot of, there's a, a lot team of team effort, a lot of moving yeah. parts there. That's yeah. a, it really, that's why yeah. I wanted to talk because I don't think people realize how many things you guys do and make from scratch. And it's not just like a lot of barbecue spots have maybe, you know, 15 items total yeah. like with sides and just you have a lot of stuff yeah. going on yeah and all of the, the the side recipes we started in the bakery we were responsible for doing the potato salad and the slaw oh. and the uh broccoli salad that's all recipes that we came up with in the bakery and it was <laughs> really hard to let it go now i mean like we couldn't but when we first started doing the broccoli salad we didn't even have a robo coop like we were chopping broccoli by oh, hand. Oh, that's... So, um, but we came up with that recipe and we still use it. And then the potato salad. But now we have people that do all 
people that sat in the back do a good job. But, you know, I didn't want to let go of all that, but we did. Wow. So, um, and we got, got a lot to do, that, though. <laughs> yeah, I just have to mind my own biscuits, and it's so hard for me. Mind so your own biscuits. That's mind good. my own biscuits, and then I've gotten better. But Amadeo knows how to get my me back in my zone. Can so you get, can you get, get biscuits trouble. throughout the day or just in the morning? Just in the morning normally. Okay. Sometimes there'll be a few left around lunch. A lot of days we have to make two batches. We'll make a morning batch, and then it's for the second breakfast run, we'll make fresh. We make cornbread, and so that's our bread if you want an upgrade on bread for your lunch we have homemade cornbread oh well that's so you didn't mention that so, cornbread is fantastic it's important right. yeah so that's a recipe we started when we were down the street okay you figured and it's a real that. sweet cornbread and it's like we put different things in it so we kind of that is our little secret recipe okay. so uh, it's a real a sweet people. cornbread yep yep only a few people know that so does, does amadeo do know every it? day yeah Okay. He knows, well, he knows all he's, the he's family. He's family. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> and he puts up with me pretty good. So we're always trying to get better. Sounds always. like you guys, are, that's a smart thing. You guys aren't opposed to other point of views and, yeah. and growing. It seems like that. It used to bother me. And now I'm like, please bring him in. You know, <laughs> uh, if, if you let your ego get in the way, you're going to have a hard time. So oh. yeah, when we bring people in and we're learning, I love it. And like Dylan, he's been like, we've been learning how to make Dusty with the coffee shop wants to grow a bakery and be, make some more advanced pastries. So we're learning how to make Queen Amon. We're learning how to oh, make wow. some Danish. And the first couple of times I rolled out Queen Amon, I was in tears because it's hard. It's and really we don't have the, the, the laminator yet. So we're doing it by hand. So we're just learning the dough, learning the techniques. <laughs> and I'm smashing my butter and, you know, standing up on a bucket so I can have the the strength I need to roll it out because I'm so short so I'm literally standing on a dish rack trying to roll out we're open and I don't even care so <laughs> uh, it, it's ugly but we're, we're but gonna it, get it so that's something that people can look forward to too is a dish yes. additional pick. always new yeah wow, you, you guys are crazy in the best way that's yeah that's well we like I said I want to be good like if we get a complaint or someone doesn't like a dessert it just hurts my soul yeah, you yeah. know it's like everything I want to be just right sometimes i drive myself crazy you know because yeah. you, you everybody's not going to like everything mm -hmm. that you do but and usually they'll find me if it's uh, you know something's wrong i've been back there doing stuff and i've i've gotten amadeo tries to save me but i had one little man get a hold of me but good one day well, so <laughs> that it wasn't like his mama's recipe or something or? you know it was when we first started breakfast you know, he just thought the sandwiches were overpriced. Then it's like, you know, we're uh, grinding well, our meat, we're making our bread, we're making our sauce. And yeah, he brought out the worst in me. He came and got a hold of me and it was ugly. Yeah, no, I tried real hard, but it's like, it's personal. Like, mm -hmm. even though it's a business, you've got to run it like a business. But when stuff like that happens, it's my family. It's, it's personal. Yeah, you know, so I've had a hard that. time. Oh, you put, yeah, because like I said, I never had real big career goals and it's like, this just worked out, you know, that I was able to do this. And when we first started, like I said, I worked and then we made Texas monthly and then you know what that does when the yeah, first exactly, time a little yeah. barbecue place, it completely changes, you know, and then, so I got to quit my jobby job and I started working full-time here after Texas monthly. So it's like, it was what, put, 2014, 2015 yeah. around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, so like I've been doing this full time since then. So yeah, That's, you put a lot into it. 
Yeah, that's eight plus years yeah. of, of heart and soul and a yes. lot of mistakes and learning. Oh, gosh, and... yes. I mean, the stuff that I've had to throw away and messed up and, you know, like learning how to use the bigger mixers. And, you know, you come from using your little hand mixer. And, yeah, the kind you know, of like in a bowl. And... Yeah, yeah. And like we got a, the first time I had a big old Hobart, it was an older mixer and didn't have a guard. And I stuck my arm in it oh. and it rolled over my arm. But I had the whisk attachment in, thank goodness, or I would have broke my arm. Yeah, you would have. You know, because I'd been told, don't stick your arm in there. And I'm like, I'm just going to stick my spatula down in there. And it grabbed it. <laughs> so, and I mean, like, like I said, we work right behind the register. And one day I turned my mixer up on three accidentally. And it just put cinnamon roll dough. And I splattered egg and dough all over my face. And it's like one of our customers came up and said, let me just take your picture. You know, because I was a mess right there in front of everybody. So, uh. It's kind of like Lucille Ball, you know. No, but the, episode, it seems like you have always. a good... <laughs> always. But it I can like laugh it. at myself. You know, that's I important. Little stuff. Stuff. Yeah, we mess stuff up. It's like we just keep trying, yeah. you know. You, you, you said a really interesting thing in your video, too. How, and I don't know if a lot of people do this, is to read the entire recipe before yes. you make something. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's, I do. I always. Yeah. It's, yeah it's it, well, and the science behind cooking, I am still learning so much about, you know, recipes and the science. Like we were so stressed this last week and we made so many extra things, you know, for Texas Monthly. Yeah. And I was not concentrating and I put way too much baking soda in four cakes. It's a bad thing. I mean, That's it just spit cake batter all over the stove. And, you know, I had to stop, clean it up with the girls to help me. We cleaned it up and I made cake again. But you have to kind of stay focused and know, like I said, the science behind cooking mm -hmm. is I'm still learning so much. It's like, I'll, okay, I'm doing this. What am I doing wrong? You but, you're, but you're putting out a lot of products and people are loving it. So you're not making like all these, but there are probably tweaks, like you said, little tweaks. Yeah, like. I always want to get better. Want to learn more and more. And do you call it, would you call what you're doing Miller's Bake Shop or is it, a, is that, is we that just call, call it Miller's Bakery. I don't know. It's not like, bakery. we really don't stand alone and I'm not a part of the... pastry chef, obviously. Yeah. So yeah, we're in training. In like training. I said, I've had no formal education at all. And um, at this stage of my life, probably won't. You know, yeah. like I said, Dusty brings in people. And so, yeah, it, you know, we'll kind of see where it goes. It's just more to support the barbecue right now. No, but it's and a great balance. Be, yeah. Well, with the coffee and the baked goods and the barbecue. And uh, Amadeo's really gotten into the, he's roasting all the beans. So, I mean, That's even so our nice. coffee, you know, we source the beans, roast the beans and, you know, have trained baristas that present the coffee where, you know, it's it's good coffee. Yeah, maybe I need to do a part two. I mean, I, with yeah. Almadeo. Yes. Just about the coffee someday. Yeah, Almadeo, yeah. if he's listening. Uh, but I'll I'll, I'll I'll write them separately. But I think because these are little facets that people don't maybe know about what you guys. Right. Do. Right. Because right. that's a that's a very serious program you guys have going. Yeah. Yeah. If, like I said, if Dusty gets into it, it's extreme. <laughs> so what? <laughs> like I said, I'm I'm very the bed the bed and breakfast is coming next. I, I do want to do that. I really do. Really? Oh, that's that? no. Did I was just guess. That? I love that. Oh, I love the I idea. I knew that. No, I want to do a bed and breakfast. I, I think in I'm coordination with Miller's. <laughs> that's wild. I, I'm psychic. <laughs> I'm like, did you know that? No, so no that no, would no, be no my me. dream is to open in downtown Belton. I want to find a space here, and I would love to do some bed and breakfast Airbnb. But I mean, to be able to, 
you know. I love that have, idea. And when people check in, have cookies and a yes. coffee and yes. just to take, you know, into that would be a dream for me. Okay. I would well, love to well, do well, that. I'll, I'll project, I'll, I'll, I'll pray. You I can, can be the first guest when we I do it, okay? I will, yeah. Okay. Thank okay. you so much. That yeah. sounds great. I, I, no, that's it. I, I just feel like what you, you guys are moving towards more bigger goals too. So that's what, yeah. maybe that's why it popped in my head. Yeah. Yeah. It's really weird because that's, that's bizarre. I've talked about it a lot. It's like, I, He's like, do you really want to do it? I'm like, yeah, we, I really want to do that. And well, I would like to be an honorary Miller someday. So that's, yes, my, that's my dream. That's my yes, dream. Come on. <laughs> but that's, you don't get it until you meet the people and see how yeah. great, how great everyone yeah, and is. And barbecue and, has that. So that I had no clue when we got in it, the camaraderie within, you know, barbecue and the first Texas monthly that the festival that we went to, we were absolutely terrified, <laughs> you know, because it's like, here here we are you know and there's there were people that had been in the, on the list you know for years and were established and you know well-oiled machines and we're like do we bring a tablecloth I mean you know what do we do you know that's so funny so, and just meeting people and you know going and enjoying other people's food you know yeah. I love to go to other barbecue places and eat their food and of yeah, course nice love to have everybody's desserts I want to try everything Everywhere I go, I don't go out to eat without getting dessert ever. No, neither do I ever. anymore. Yeah, yeah no, it's important. No. Even yeah. if you can't fit it in, you just try yeah. it out at least three yeah, There's bites. a dessert stomach. It's a separate stomach. So. <laughs> I like that too. Yeah. Well, thank yeah. thank you, yeah. Mama Miller, for taking the time. And I wanted, I really wanted to to learn your story and learn your background and you know highlight kind of just and, old hippie that likes to cook. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Well, I hope yeah. you guys have a good week. I'm sure it's going to be maybe a, a tick big busier now because of uh, yeah when the list first comes out you know people do you know barbecue crawls I didn't know about yeah. any of this and you know when people just get out and go just for fun as groups yeah. as families you know and when people actually get the physical magazine I think it'll be different because there are people yeah. that probably don't know like they're not the, the crazies all know now well yeah all the barbecue all. people like you're like 801 you're looking at daniel bond's you know instagram or list to see you know it's so. different yeah it, it'll yeah, be but uh, it, it, it definitely helps business like i said we had no clue and i remember when we made it the first time dirk and dusty were so emotional just cried you know huh. and then it was like you better get ready you know after you have you celebrate it's gonna yeah, you just to put your, your head down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you just better put your head down and go. And we have had so many times where you know, like the business will kind of get away from you a little bit, and you have to okay catch yeah. up. You uh -huh. know, so definitely. Well, I think you guys are fun. at least are prepared now. Like we you're are. more prepared than a lot of. Yeah. Lot, there's a few people that probably are really nervous right it's now. It's gonna rock their world when <laughs> yes. all those people come in, and it's a wonderful thing, mm -hmm. you know. But you just look at each other and you're like, God oh my gosh, yeah. yeah, and like even like the desserts, if I used to make one little pie and it sold, I was happy. So the desserts have, it, it changed That's the desserts a, how and everything. Yeah. It's grown a lot. So, yeah. well, it was nice to do the interview with you. Yeah, I appreciate so you having I, me. I appreciate you and I appreciate you guys and say hi to the, all the, all the kids. And the I will. You might hear, I'm going to turn it. Like you can see, like, can you see that's, you see the counters? Oh yeah. 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 You see the little girls back there working. You see the oven. I can't like, raise it up just a bit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Mm -hmm. it's literally uh, a fishbowl with ovens in it yeah you guys are right there <laughs> <We are. laughs> well, so. well, well have a great day have a great rest you of your too. day